time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. As long as they keep on making animated Star Wars, Hope Molinax and Chris Honeywell will be on the case. Welcome to J-Guys and Jedi, a project that began with Clone Wars and now may never end. Hi everyone, welcome to a brand new, exciting, strange, bloody episode of J-Guys and Jedi, a weekly podcast covering all of Indiana Jones and... Oh boy, guys, we are continuing our holiday commentaries. Welcome back. I hope you guys enjoyed Raiders of the Lost Ark last week. We are now here to talk about Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom. I'm Hope, and I am joined by my co-podcaster, Chris. How you doing, Chris? Hi. Um, oh, I'm doing good. This is a movie. I'm, I, you know, really, honestly... This is the one that I was most excited to see your reaction to. Although, like, stuff that's hinky in this might be hinky in other ones or whatever. But this is, you know, like after, like, Raiders of the Lost, classically, like, sequels to something like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like, you know, you you are now back in my place when, like, Scott Gardner and I were, like, I don't know, I think we were like 12 years old or something like that 12 to 13 years old when this came out and and you know and just the the jarring difference of this movie from the last movie from the first movie is is, i just wanted to see what your reaction is and i figured it would be pretty pretty close to that just like what Ah! is this (laughs) then to kind of give sort of like a overall feeling about this movie, I like two thirds of it. Um, I I kind of struggle in the middle section with the beating children section and the weirdness of all that. Um, but I, I actually really do like two thirds of this movie. And like I when I was watching it, I had kept in mind that like okay, this is a prequel, and Indiana is supposed to be more of a jerk. He's not really that different. He really isn't. Like, there's only... Because he keeps going like, oh, fame and glory. But when he has a chance to save children, he, like, just drops that. I'm like, that's that's who he is. Like, he's not really any different from the first one. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know if it's as much... It's almost like a... Uh, rite of passage sort of th- like that. I, I haven't seen, I haven't seen this in a long time, but I watched it a lot after it came out when I was a kid and like maybe in my twenties, I probably watched it like a couple, three times, but this time I just had, you know, as a 50 year, 50 year old man just had like, you know, d- I guess a different perspective on the characters of like, um, Willie Scott and Indiana Jones. And I think it's just like their rite of passage into like more of more adulthood, you know. It's just sort of both of them being like forced into adulthood and and becoming somewhat more more mature characters. They're on the edge of it. They're almost they're almost there. That's why he's not that different. 
But yeah. this is, this is to, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure that was the intent in writing it, but I felt like, um, I, I always like, for, especially like the first couple times I saw the movie as a kid, like the Willie Scott character was like nails on a chalkboard. Willie Scott character? Which one's that one? Willie, the his. Oh, the, Willie, the girl, the girl, yeah. Yeah, Kate I keep, I keep forgetting her name is Willie. And, um, and, yeah, and it, and it was just very grating to and one dimensional to me. I'll but I see that I I see a lot more to her character this time watching it. Yeah, because like, and I'll probably like get into it more, but kind of to continue, like, like when it comes to Willie, I think if we didn't have Marion to compare her to, she's just your standard like '80s character, like '80s lady character. Like, yeah, I've seen a million Willies, and like that's just something of the time. But you Marian, heard it here, folks. Hope seen a million willies. I have seen. Well, not as many as you think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, but when it comes to like, but because we had Marion first, we have somebody, someone to compare Willie to, and Marion was just like kicking ass and taking names, and Indiana's getting in her way, and so so that's that's kind of like setting up Willie for not even having a good chance to be a character because she would have been just like any other 80s character like like female character like and that would have been that would have been fine for the movie but we have Marion to compare her to which i don't think is a fair thing um but the the other kind of journal thing i just want to go ahead and get out of the way from the top boy this movie is racist as hell <laughs> oh, oh what boy. do you mean hope how 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 is this how is this movie racist? Except from top to bottom, you know. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, I I bet that the people of India, and I mean this so sarcastically, love this movie. I, I I'm sure they find it an accurate portrayal of of their land, their people, their history, and their religions. <laughs> right? Oh, this movie. And their cuisine. This movie screams two white guys are just like, let's talk about the gross Indian food and make this, it grosser. Like, this, holy I, I shit. Mean, I mean, for better or worse, you know, and today this this is not going to fly today. But like, oh, nope. it, 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 I, I don't mean the movie in general. I mean, this this explanation for the movie is, I mean, the movies that this is that this is that this is grown out of you know the petri dish of 40 cereals that have like you know a hidden a hidden cult you know of whatever whatever country it is they chose to like paint white actors <laughs> the color of to to play the the natives and stuff it you know it's 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 playing off that it's playing off the the way like like if you read if this was a like a book that came out you know this story was a book that came out in say like 19 and anywhere from like the late 1800s to the 1950s probably it would have been written you know like you know, got into the you know, and their savage, you know, the the blah blah blah, and their savage traditions, and you know, it would have been so. 
So it's sort of playing on that, but unlike like modern modern movies, even of the eighties at this time, it didn't really subvert them. <laughs> you know, it, right? It, it, it just it just played them played them straight up, and it's not the you know. Um, you know, it's not, it doesn't have the greatest view of women either, but it also just so, sort of like is, so it's like, at this point, it's like double, triple throwback of racism and misogyny in, in a movie like this, you know? Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, is it, it, it did not. It's not like it went unnoticed in when the movie came out. It's oh. all all the things we're going to bring up tonight were brought up by critics and fans alike when the movie came out. And that's kind of why I just wanted to go ahead and say it at the top, because I'm sure that that point has been talked into the ground. Um, but it was just sort of a side note then. It wasn't anything like, don't go to see this racist, racist movie unless you were like reading maybe yeah. you know somebody who is an ad, you know from from India being an advocate or something or uh, uh, like a, a, a paper like from a but like critics were just like yeah this doesn't have the greatest portrayal of you know the the Indian people you know yeah and and so like that's that's why I just wanted to go ahead and address it at the top for like cuz I'm sh I I know it's been talked about to death probably by this time so I don't um, but the, but the other reason I wanted to pull, bring it up because racist stuff aside, I love short round. I love him. Well, short round really isn't like, is it like he, like he could, he could, this sounds so lame. He could be a lot worse. He, he doesn't know He's English the MVP super. Of the he doesn't know English super well. He speaks in broken English. But he doesn't like do the stupid thing of like changing is it uh, changing L's into R's? You know, you know what I mean. Having a like stereotypical like Christmas, accent yeah, like or the, anything like, like with, in the Christmas story when they're like fa ra 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 ra. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's it, it, they don't they don't they don't do that. Whereas in a in a uh, yeah in in like a Republic serial short round would have been like an American kid with makeup on to make his eyes look thin and, you know, and saying fa ra 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 But, yeah, I mean, the thing is, Spielberg is... One of his great skills is is getting great performances out of kids, you know? Oh, yeah. And, and, and casting great, great kid actors. And short round is definitely one of those. He's, and and not only That's, is he a good actor, that kid has good is a good action. He's like Harrison Ford when he springs into action, it looks legitimate, and it looks in in and in a different way in the kid way, you know, in the like leaping up and kicking. He doesn't get the he he doesn't really well. He does get the shit beat out of him. But not like, you know, a fist fight like Harrison Ford. It's mostly him like running and jumping and kicking and stuff. It's, it's, he's. He, him and the Maharaja go at it, which I was, yeah. uh, by that time, I was like, get him short round. Which, which like, makes it, which makes, which makes uh, everything everywhere all at once make a lot more sense too with, with all those action scenes and stuff. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I really want to see that movie. 
Oh, you still haven't seen it? No. Oh, well, well, you'll be so happy to see Short Round jumping back into action. That's all I got to say. The most I've seen from it is I I watched Cinema Therapy talking about it. Again, I'm bringing them up because it's like my new favorite YouTube channel. Um, and they they addressed the actor who plays Short Round and how he was he didn't want to play racial stereotypes. So he was out. Of, I think I said this last week actually um, that he just didn't act for like two decades. And yeah. after Crazy Rich Asians came out, that's when he was like, oh, I don't have to play stereotypes anymore. And then he started doing movies, including everything everywhere, everything everywhere, all at once. And the two Zemotherapy guys were like, we are so mad that we've been robbed the two decades of this man's talent. This guy, he's such an appealing actor. He, like, it, like a lot of kid actors don't translate into adult. It's the rare one that translates into adult acting. And even then, sometimes it's kind of weird. He's seamless. He's he, he is as appealing, you know, now as he was as Short Round. And more so, he, he is like... He's like just so comfortable in his shoes, in his part. That and yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah. And I also but, just wanted you know, to maybe, it, maybe it, you know maybe that's a more sane way of having a career. You know. Yeah, I, I also just want to say because Chris and I were kind of joking around beforehand, so I wanted to include this as well. Um, as I was watching this movie, I was like, man. I wonder if Lucas and Spielberg were going through some shit. And then I looked it up and I was Maybe like, a little. And I was like, oh, they were both going through like divorces and breakups. You can tell. <laughs> you can tell that they went through this. <laughs> because this screams, I'm having a messy time in my life. So I'm going to make a messy movie. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, oh, I did. I Hold on. Feel free to edit this on to leave this up. I did read a really hilarious um, I, I, uh, quote about George Lucas when it came to this, when it came when it comes to this movie, and I read it and I was like, that's the most George Lucas thing. So the development. This is from Wikipedia. Spielberg later recalled that when Lucas first approached him for Raiders of the Lost Ark, he says, George said that if I directed the first one, then I would have to direct a trilogy. He had three stories in mind. It turned out George did not have three stories in mind, and we had to make. He just had he just had it in stories. mind that they should do three stories. <laughs> yeah, I have three stories in mind. I don't know what they are, but like I think it should be three stories. I I love that. That is such a George Lucas thing of just like, please direct three. We'll figure it out later. Points to the sequel trilogy that George had nothing to do with, but it also kind of fits the vein of what George does. As- it makes- it makes the sequel trilogy work a lot more because then it's just like, oh, we're just doing the George Lucas thing of not having a plan. Yay! The, the, but in the end, the Indiana Jones movies ended up, since they're spaced out the way they are, they end up being each movie definitely sort of puts Indy in a different decade and a different stage of his life. And then you can even go further with the like young Indiana Jones adventures TV shows. And basically like we got 80 year old. I just saw the trailer for the new Indiana Jones movie and I can't remember Indiana Jones and the blah, blah, blah. But everybody listening knows what, what it is where he's in New York city chasing I, Nazis. I am waiting to watch the trailer until I see all yeah, movies. and that's yeah, when I'm that's, gonna watch that's the trailer. A, that's a good. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. 
Um, I'm actually uh, low key excited to watch Crystal Skull. Yeah, um, I, 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 I gotta say, you know, spoiler is I like all the Indiana Jones movies. I like the. the I think the first one is perfect. I don't think any of the other ones. All the other ones are have have you know you know i'll be pointing out a bunch of little things i find it hinky temple of doom i think the ending is i think it, i i i think it loses steam not loses steam but just is less interesting at the in the at the end than it is leading up into the end and stuff but yeah mm-hmm. i don't know i found myself appreciating a lot of diff- different aspects of it this time than than when I watched it when I was younger. Well, Chris, what are the rules Shall of the we? com? Well, what are the rules of a commentary in case anybody missed last week? And we'll just jump into it. Well, what we're going to do is you've got your Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, and like Raiders of the Lost Ark, there is no director's cut or any weird things, so they're all going to be about. One hour, 58 minutes, and 28 seconds long, and what I've got is mine set on zero, zero, and ready to play, which is what you should do, too. Then I'm going to do a little, you know, like, like, astronaut countdown, and when I say go, you hit play, I'll hit play, and Hope will hit play, and we'll all be within just a few microseconds of each other's experience of watching Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, or there'll be people... The vast majority of you who will just listen to it and don't have to follow any of these instructions that are like fast forwarding past it, then going, shit, I fast forwarded too much and back and now they're listening to me talk again and saying, I'll just let it play through and I don't bother doing it. Okay, (laughs) so are you ready, guys? I am ready, Chris. And Gene will have to have an extra fast finger because he's listening to this at eight times speed and is probably not watching it. All right. Here we go. Indiana Jones and the Temple O Doom. O Doom. Three. Hello, I'm Dr. O Doom. Three, two, one, go. I have to wonder how many people were just like, three. Comes, and then you said the O Doom, and they're just like, oh, fuck, I hit the play. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Here's our theme again. There goes the Paramount thing again. I do like that ongoing theme. This was this was a beautiful thing in the theater with no idea what was coming and you think okay gong and then you're like wait what especially like a 12 year old like me and Scott Gardner who both think that like musical numbers are lame and now this this musical number is amazing <laughs> I love this musical number like I was so not expecting cheesy. I wasn't expecting anything goes and like part of, some of this music, music musical number does. I think it's does, in Cantonese too. I think it is too. Um, but the, like, there's a part of this like when they go into like the big like tap set like dancing sequence. I'm just like, this doesn't make sense. But it is anything where, goes. Yeah, so where cool. are they? There, it's it's a complete. It's it, it and yeah, it, it's uh, like and then they have that the weird effect where they put the you think it sparkles. But I think they're superimposed over the background, and they almost look like scratches in the film, and it's just so old. Yeah, it's Steven Spielberg having fun and being like, nobody makes, you know, widescreen movies that look like, you know, that look like this. Yeah. And and opposed to the dirty, the dirty, grubby beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark, this is just like bright technical. See those sparkles? 
Yeah. It's just weird looking. When you look at them, they almost look like a video effect, or they almost look like you're, you're, uh, it's a weird file or something. I had to actually like pay attention to it and go like, okay, it doesn't overlap onto the dancers at all. So it is definitely, it's either something like that they had really sparkly on the floor or that they did in post, but it's just very strange looking. Though I, I, I do want to add that I, this is a bonkers, crazy kind of movie. Look at that nightclub, man. That nightclub's like got a hockey rink in it. <laughs> right? Because this, this is such a bonkers, crazy movie. And you were saying, well, at least anything goes as a proper opening for the movie. It's a sta- statement of purpose. Look, here's a shot in, in reverse. <laughs> yep, anything goes in this one. But this is a bang number, dude. Yeah. See, I, this is this is my jam. I'm like, give me a big musical number. I love it. But like, that just makes sense because then she comes out of the dragon. So did just no one watch the dance sequence? No, no, it just all happened. It, 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 yeah, exactly. Scott Gardner, when we were kids, lo- loved that song so much that he memorized the Cantonese lyrics and could sing the Cantonese oh, lyrics to it along sweet. with the record. That's cool. Fucking high school nerds, man. That's what we did. Oh, I, <laughs> I could probably, I, I could have probably like verbatim, like rifled off the first three chapters of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the book, you know, like in oh, high school. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I love I, this guy's eyes. I, I, I love how I love his eyes. They're just off, just a little bit. It's wonderful. We never told you we spoke. <laughs> I love his little um, sideburns too. That's like when your boys try to get revenge. That's one thing. You have insulted my son. No, you've insulted me. Because he's mine. Anything fast? I just don't think you do so. Oh, Billy. <laughs> this is Willie Scott. This is Indiana Jones. I do like that she holds on to that dress for like she a just, third of yeah. the movie. <laughs> she just carries the dress around. I'm like, oh, do you intend to sell she it? Ordered, like, she ordered it specially. That's why she gets really mad here in, in a couple minutes when she gets a, <laughs> a couple little holes in it. And then we get like this like little side character who's just like... I'm sorry for all the great adventures we had, Indiana, and I'm sorry I'm dead now. And I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, I love I? it. This, we are in the, we are fully in the middle of a story. What I love is the big, the big fat guy in the back, just like, just gorging on. He has a big bowl and he's just gorging. On, look, at it, he's just like. I, I love this like little tourney table. What are what are these called? Like Debbie. Um, um, lazy Susans. Lazy Susans, Debbies. Uh, I like that this whole thing is done on a lazy Susan. I was like, that's very cute. I don't well, the music is going. Do, 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 you know, but, the music is is uh, it's just awesome. Ever it's it's just he's they're having so much fun making a movie. You know, but I, I don't think I've ever seen a lazy Susan in like a mafia scene like this. There may there may be no precedent for this ever. It's just 
Steven Spielberg wanted to use a, a lazy suit. I love how she does that. Like, <laughs> I'm going to sit down over here. <laughs> oh, I took that as them pulling her over. Does he have something on his chin? Oh, no, the light hit it weird. It looked like he had a long thing of, like, slime going down his chin. Who, Harrison Ford? Okay, so I do want to say something about, yeah, for, for like a brief second. I do want to say one thing about Willie, and I'll also talk about this with Short Round 2 later. Um, so something that was really fascinating about watching this movie was it's almost like watching prototypes of later Star Wars characters. And what I mean by that is a lot of Willie's deliveries and a lot of her like dialogue reminds me of some reminds me of Pelimoto from The Mandalorian. And a lot of it is just like the like, I'm gonna say this thing, you slug bag of blah blah blah. Um and like Pelly's a better written character. I I, I think because Pelly's also, you know, like gonna get her hands dirty and stuff like that. But just like some of the little things like when she's like, wow, he's a little guy. Like when she when she sees the jar, it just reminds me so much of Pelly. And same thing with Short Round too. Short Round in a lot of ways reminded me of Omega. And it, it it was a lot, like, there's one point where he's sitting slightly behind Indiana, and he's mimicking him. Like, Indiana, like, leans in, and, like, short round sees that and, like, leans in, too. And Omega does that with Hunter, where she'll, like, see him do something and she'll mimic it. And he does, like, little things. Like, when he first meets the Maharaja, like, he waves at the Maharaja, and Omega, like, waves at children when she sees them. And there's, so it was kind of, like, interesting that it reminded me of a lot of the things that that they, they just feel like a lot of like kind of prototypes of later characters in Star Wars and it makes me wonder if that like if they are prototypes or was this like of course like Dave Filoni and like uh, Jennifer Corbett and all of them playing they've all homage. watched they've all watched Temple of Doom 5,000 times man. right just, so, so Star is Wars. it like is it paying homage back to it? So like, it, I well, don't. Really I mean, it's 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 like picking up. It's like picking up a. Um, it's like picking up language from people. You know, it's 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 you know this is. I mean, literally, like as a kid, this is where from Lucas and Spielberg and all those guys. That was where I was picture picking up how a story is told. What's beautiful about this, I just want to know, is before you even know he's poisoned, Harrison Ford's already starting to be sweaty and 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 goofy. Yeah. This this some just fun, fun physical acting and and starting out the 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 making the um the opening set piece, you know, comedic basically. This is this is just pure. This reminds me of Spielberg's probably least least favorite movie amongst people is well, 1942 the world war ii comedy that he did it's uh, sort of like his dr strange love but it's a it's not it's not dark this movie has so many wilhelm screams i counted like four yeah 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 there's there's there, there there's a there's one coming up in the in the I think the first one is in the was there one just now or yeah yeah one, like when they when he crashed into the band there's one there's one in 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 the car chase too and there's there's a, another one I know there's at least three yeah uh, but I, I, there might have been four but like uh, I will say that 
because we were talking so much last week about how clean all the fight scenes were and they were like dominoes. I will say this fight scene's not as clean as the first movie is to me. No, this it, is chaotic. This is a yeah. This is, a, this is this is chaos, but it's still it's it's the chaos is very very planned out and and like just every see everything i love i love the balloons though the balloons is so such a nice touch because you can just kind of hide in the white balloons and they also like with all the people moving the balloons get kicked around and stuff and it just adds a whole and they can see how they're layering it like we'll put dark balloons in the front it's oh it's 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 this you know whereas raiders of the lost ark was not a realistic movie it was sort of told in a realism style yeah. There's a there's a neat trick here, where uh, when he's ru- here when this he's running smart. behind. Yeah, it. this is so smart. I love this. That see that where with the with it, it looks like they're they're hitting it, but it's just it, the thing rolling and it just times to look like the bullets are bouncing off it. Obi Wan Club, the Obi Wan Club. Of course. I know. I watched a um, a video of like all the Easter eggs and stuff like that. Oh, that reminds me. That reminds me. Oh my gosh. So you know how last week? Hi, short round. I love you. You're the MVP of this movie. Um, you remember how last week how I was saying why does the government guy look familiar? And I couldn't. We neither of us could place him. He plays Porkins in A New Hope. Oh, that's why he, he looks didn't familiar. eject. Hmm. Like, that's why he looks so familiar. Because I, uh, Alex Damon from Star Wars Explained did, like, all the Easter eggs between the two movies. Um, and that was one of them. He was, he plays Porkins, and Veers is in the next movie. Like this, this is, this, unlike Raiders of the Lost Ark, this is happening on a set. <laughs> this is happening, this is a green screen. You know, green, well, who knows? No, that might be a background just, like, rotating behind him. But like a lot of this is is done old, you know. Sa- this is like soundstage. This is just one street that goes in a circle that they keep filming from different angles, and you know. It, but it, you know, it it's it doesn't match Raiders of the Lost Ark, but it matches the genre, you know, the genre that it's that it's working on. In this one, I love how the I love how the 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 guy just whoop right. It's <laughs> <is> awesome. <laughs> and that's there's the second. That's, there's another Wilhelm scream. There's the yep. second one, yeah. Where you're tallying like how many um, times I'm Indiana not, got punched, like you could easily tally Wilhelm screams. I'm I'm running it without the sound off, so that's your job this time. <laughs> say like i like that realism that the gun is hot because they never yeah. address that in movies that guns get hot when you use them um so i i do like that little bit of realism because i was just like huh i can't remember any movie that was just like ow the gun is hot because it's been used a lot now this surprises me about the next two indiana jones movies what's up dan that's dan Aykroyd is in this one well, obviously, Dan Aykroyd was like, "I would love to be in an Indiana Jones movie." Not, uh, why they haven't brought? If they bring back Sala, why not bring back Dan Aykroyd and actually like use his character? He, he's like got five seconds of this. This is a great gag. I did. I laughed when I saw this. Though I will say, 
this is one of the two plot plot points of the movie that I, I, I had issues with. So they're flying away, right? Yep. Why didn't the guys just stab them in their sleep? Because look at Lao Shea, man. This guy just had one of his sons. I think one of his sons just killed in front of him. And this is this is mirroring the like flying away yeah, with yeah, Jock yeah. and the snake at the. Um, but Lao Shea's got a sense of humor, and he's just like, yeah, let's crash him and let's just crash him in a plane, you know. Cool. And it, it's it, he, it, look at him laugh when as soon as Indy gets in the he's like ah ha ha and 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 if if they wait for him to like actually if they go to stab Indiana Jones in the plane to death while he sleeps they're probably gonna lose because it's Indiana Jones so they it's could just, just like slit his neck let him first and then I like yeah but that's not how that's yeah 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 Shea was probably doing Indiana Jones is a uh, is is. He's famous in this movie. Everywhere he's going, they're like Indiana Jones, the archaeologist. Yeah. So, so he has a reputation. So he's probably. But they also dusty. like jump out in the middle of snowy mountains in the middle of nowhere, and I'm like, you right. guys are dead anyway. Right. Right. Well, well, that's the thing is those those guys. Well, who knows? Maybe they knew where they. Maybe they were over someplace where they had a safe house or they had like a connection or something. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously. There's some stuff in this movie that's very that the plot actually moves in a very logical, super straightforward manner. But there's a lot of shit that doesn't doesn't isn't like as the, plausible. There's stuff that like wasn't as raft, possible in theaters. That's about to come they, up. The raft. Yeah. The yeah, raft. Yeah. yeah, I remember sitting in the movie theater with Scott Gardner and I going just like, no way. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dolls in a raft. <laughs> Although these scenes, these shots are just gorgeous. The inside of this plane, the way that it has like just regular old like Venetian blinds on the windows and stuff. It's 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 fantastic. Chicken feathers <laughs> flying everywhere. <laughs> like I know what it smells like in there right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a great shot. That's a very nicely done green screened shot. <laughs> I love whenever Sharon calls her doll. Yeah. Because he's he's Omega. He he's he wants to mimic him. Because see, that's it. I do like the scene too, where Indy's like, I don't know how to fly a plane. He's Harrison he's, Ford's. Harrison Ford's not, got the greatest face because. He like Indiana Jones. Everybody's like Indiana Jones is like this great. He's always, but like when you watch Indiana Jones, it's mostly Harrison Ford going, "Oh shit, man, <laughs> I'm screwed. I right? don't know what I'm doing. I'm right? making it up. I'm 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 about to just sit down and cry. You know, always like, but that to me is my favorite part about him, though, is that that's it... why it, that's why it, he's was a perfect actor for it. Yeah. Especially, and, and I like, you know, I like that he's not perfect either. And see, that's why Shorty's still with him. Is he's Shorty's already checked out to see if there's parachutes or anything. It's lucky that they didn't have parachutes because Willie Scott would not have been able to navigate a parachute. 
I now 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 if they if they if if when they jumped out they were like ten feet over the top of a mountain and they hit it at an angle and slid down like a ski jumper, that would make sense. Maybe I would say fifty feet tops, but no, no, this is way too high. They want to do it, and I mean it, it. It does. It does convey visually here, like, you know, okay, it's inflating, and as it inflates, it gets a little more parachute-like, and it, it actually appears to slow down a little bit. Those are dummies in a raft, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a bad explosion. I love that explosion, because I was like, yeah, it looks like old well, Star Wars explosions. Yes, yes, yes. This scene is a lot like in the movie theater. It it didn't look as good as this. The 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 compositing here was. This is a beautiful scene. Doom ba doom doom ba doom. And I always think when I see this that there's going to be a third time when they go over some falls, but there never is. For some part reason, my brain just put that part in, or maybe it was in the comic book adaptation or something. Well, things are usually done in threes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that, I love that. And I hate you. <laughs> Scott Gardner and I used to quote, there's a lot of, there's a lot of great quotes in in this where, with, where either Harrison Ford or Kate Capshaw do something really funny with their voice. I love this. I love this scene. I love that they're just like, you know what? Let's just flop down in this raft for a while. <laughs> we just jumped out of a plane and gone down yeah. a, a river. Just Let's just chill. She's kind of splayed in there. I love that she just carries her dress around for like the next third of the movie. <laughs> What's funny was when I saw this guy in the movies I, as a kid, I was like, whoa, he looks creepy and exotic. And he looks like shopkeepers in New York City. <laughs> Shows you like how much I got around like in, 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 uh, I, I'd probably met like two Indian people in my life, you know, in 1984. I miss I miss matte paintings too. They still use them every once in a while, but I just love. You mostly see a lot of matte paintings actually in a lot of animated stuff. Uh, well, yeah. Now yeah. nowadays, that that's where you see a lot of the matte paintings now. I love this village. I I know that's like uh, I I love this like the, the design of this village and how it doesn't feel like, I guess what Over-designed? I'm trying to say. Well, yeah. I, visualized. Actually, it's, it's more of the people. Like I, I'm not even going to try to be like, yes, everybody here is Indian. They're not. But like when it came to Raiders, 
you could tell like some background people were just like, look at those white people painted brown in the background. But these yeah. actually feel like people who could be in India. I'm not saying they're all Indians. They're probably I, I not. Think they may but... have, I think they may have filmed a good a chunk of this in India. So They did. I was reading about that because they wanted to originally have the entire thing in China. But China's like, no. <laughs> and, and this was I also like... funny, too, because oh, I totally... I totally felt for Willie Scott. Like I, I, I was like, I could not eat that as a when I was like young watching this movie. Now that I'm watching it, I'm like, or now that I've like had a, a like lots of Indian food, I'm like, this is probably delicious. Well, <laughs> it's probably like a, a paste of beans and a paste of bananas. There, it's probably really good. Good for you. What What I actually really like about both of their characters, actually, in this scene, is. It shows how knowledgeable and respectful Indy is. And then, you know, Willie has that moment of just like, oh, my God, they're starving. Let me give it back to them, which is like one of her few like moments where you're like, there's a deeper character than screaming blonde lady where she's yeah. just like, oh, and then he's like, no, no, you're disrespecting them. You need to be doing this. And now she's about to scream blonde lady. But I, I do like that one moment for her because there shows that there is a heart deeper down in there. Yeah, no, and and you see flashes of her being very practical. Like she'll she'll like break out of the like ditzy stuff, and you know she's just starting to realize that he's not just some like adventurer guy, some you know doofus. Like he's and like by the time they get to Pancot Palace, they're like, oh, the legendary pre Professor Jones. She's just like, oh, like you know. Yeah, you she can thinks see he's just her. a dude right now. Right, he's a dude. Oh, she's definitely she definitely had the hots from him. From they had the hot they've had the hots for each other since they laid eyes on each other. But they're, no. they're oh, no, that's gonna, the thing is they're playing the stu they're playing the stupid. No, no, I'm gonna fight you on that one. <laughs> that oh, they have no chemistry and it's and I don't like it. <laughs> I really like oh, I, I, I just the look she when she's like, are aren't you gonna introduce us and. <clears throat> yeah like my my thing about this because like okay when you do the trope of the the rom-com trope of two people who are like we're gonna fight 90 percent of this movie but now we're in love at the very last 10 percent of it like you have to have people who have a really good chemistry and willie and indy to me do not have any chemistry well she couldn't have too much chemistry with him she was hooking up with the director no, no, they're fucking actors. <laughs> I'm talking from an actor perspective. Well, um, I'm, I'm like, saying though, I'm saying that might have that might have, you know, played yeah, into it. Harrison it, Ford so is notorious for creeping on his or not creeping on, but like actually having a fit. Like the leading ladies be like, "Hi, Harrison Ford." So like he might have been just like, "I gotta, uh, yeah, Steven, <laughs> Steven, I think this is uh, Steven's new lady. I better." Uh, but uh, I, but I think I think this like is, sorry, sorry, it, sorry, 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 that see how short rounds mimicking him. That's such oh, yeah. an Omega move. That like Omega. That that was when it clicked with me. That I was like, oh my god, he's like Omega mimicking Hunter. Um, I'm actually gonna get into a little bit later, very soon, about who Indy's true love of this movie is. But I'm gonna save it to when we get to that scene. But yeah, like. 
if if you're gonna do that rom-com trope of like we're gonna be fighting this entire movie like you have to have actors that have really yeah. good chemistry and like to me um wh- who's the, who's the actress that plays willie um kate capshaw Kate Capshaw and Harrison Ford do not have that for me in this. No, uh, so it just no. feels like I'm just watching like a stereo, like but, a, just a stereotypical movie of like we're playing up a rom com, but it just falls flat. You see, I think as written, they're supposed to be like this, you know, and they're in the like in the you know indie become you know growing up a little bit in this movie and her growing up a little bit. That this is the point where they're. Uh, Live it, it, it it's uh, the movie's almost pretending that maybe it was a trope of the times or something but it's I mean, it's a trope of eight of of you know people of a certain age where they're like it's almost like it's still like on the playground where they're where they're like you know we we oh, got no, I mean... we got we got to fight with we we're fighting with each other but we both like each other but we're fighting right now because we don't want this to, you know, we're, we're, they're, they're sort of enjoying the, 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 in, uh, playing the parts, you know. Well, I think that's how it was supposed to be presented. As it is, it's but, just kind of like a lame romance. Well, that, well, the thing is, it's like that's that's a trip of rom coms, and that's not of the times. Rom coms are still made that way. Yeah. And a, yeah, and yeah. a lot of them, it just depends on the rom com. And so, um, I see. I think these guys are fighting fully, fully intent, intention, intending to hook up. I think they're like fighting just to, to, so when they do hook up, it's, they're just like, you know what, let's, let's fight a little longer. And I think the thing that this kid looks just awful. (laughs) Yeah. I I think the other thing to me is the logical step of they've known each other for hours at this point. And the overall movie is what, like two days? I'm just like, no. <laughs> well, they flew out. They were they were hanging out on a plane, mostly sleeping. But at the same at the same time, it's a pretty it's a pretty intense four hours. And they're young, and they're both hot. So they're right. you know <laughs> maybe it's my maybe it's my ace brain because like I'm think just if like, you I were twenty two. Think if you were twenty two on a on an adventure with somebody somebody that you got thrown together with that was like super hot and that you're both like super hot and adventuring around and things are exciting and hey you know you don't have you don't have to worry about work you just have to worry about getting home now so it's an adventure you're you're, you're experiencing new things you got to stick together you know Chris I'm asexual. I'm talking about. I'm, <laughs> I'm. I'm not saying right now. I'm saying young hope. Young, 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 young twenties hope, or, or or just you know, young, yeah, okay, young just you, your hope. average, your yeah. average super hot athletic, yeah, like very attractive. Young twenties hope is going. I have a really good boyfriend. Why don't I want to fuck him? What's wrong? <laughs> Why? What's wrong with me? Young twenties hope was going through a crisis. Going. That's, Am I broken? That's what the young twenties are for. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, because I, my boyfriend would be like, "Do you want to have sex?" I'm like, "But we're playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> why would you want to do that now? We're having such a good time, <laughs> and I don't know why. <laughs> and now I do know why. Yeah, so like, I am not kill. the person for that argument, Chris. I just want to say, I love it is elephant. one it, for one thing. Fuck these guys for for putting the this this poor elephant having to have her climbing up on him in heels. Right. In heels, I love that reaction shot. 
But I got to say, big points for Harrison Ford for like Harrison Ford, watch him dismount the elephant later. Oh, when, oh yeah, it's so smooth. He's he's he did it like he's he's dismounted and like he got he got with the elephant trainers and said, "Hey, let's hang out for a day or two. And he really like he really learned to do it like he like you know he he's working with the elephant. It's it's a magnificent shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I can't help but just love this movie as a sheer exercise in just like fuck it all filmmaking. You know, right? let's do a beautiful you know just long shot of nature here and you know and i mean just every uh, i i always remember the scene where she gets she gets chucked off the elephant that they had to cart in like uh, like they they couldn't use they couldn't put actors in the local water they had to bring in in clean clean water dig a pool and line it with plastic and stuff and dump water in really from a, yeah from a truck to to all uh, all this water that any water that you see well not obviously not this but like when you see someone like sitting i love these bats i love these bats I, too and, and bats get a bad reputation bats are actually really sweet creatures and they're very right. like they're very important to the environment they're, they're like mammals but what i love about but but this is that's the beauty of it is is they do like this is john williams this is such a great john williams score is it, it when you first see them the music is like it's the exact same shot of the bats and the music's all like beautiful birds and then he's like it's bats and then the music's like same shot <laughs> I, I it's, feel it's just filmmaking showing off. It's just like, look how you can change the tone of the same exact picture, you know, 180 degrees with with music just for the fun of it. Right here, this scene that is, is, is it like it... Oh, like this is so that this this whole thing is so completely like con- under control. Like she's in like pool, like chlorine chlorinated pool water in a plastic lined hole that they dug in like okay. got some plants and put them around. I have, I have a couple things for that. Um, first of all, I'm glad she got thrown in the water because that's what you get for pouring perfume on an elephant. Yep. Yep. And, and here's the right, second tor- one. Okay. Torture to an elephant. Okay. Here's my second one. Cause this is the scene I wanted to talk about. One I of the mean, dumbest scenes in the whole movie. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love this scene. Not for Willie. For what's happening right now between Short Round and Indiana to like, oh, yeah. establish their relationship and what it is and like why he's here. Here's how I feel. I mean this in the most platonic father and son way possible. Short Round is Indy's love of this movie. Yes, yes. That's this is this is sh- Indy like, and, and this and this is part of the growing up thing. Indy is his buddy right now. Mm-hmm. Indy has to go from but like they form the these three form a family by the end of the movie you know uh, as it's written it, it's like Indy it's like she, she Indy and Short Round and her like sort of form a fake family as as a like rite of passage for both the, the you know the maturation of 
Indiana Jones and, and Willie Scott a little like Willie Scott at the end of this movie is just sort of like acting like a modern comfort. Like she's very like, like her uptightness is, is, is gone. And she's more just sort of. No, shit's still there, but like, it's but still what, there, but, she, but what yeah. I mean by like love, because like you, you, like, you know, they have the bond girls and the indie girls like, no, like, Indy's real love of this movie is short round. And I mean that so platonically. Like, he is Indy's moral compass. He is the one that is looking out for him. Uh, he is the one that is helping him. And it's so clear that Indiana loves this child, that he protects them, that he teaches him ways to, like, survive and get through this. And they are a team. And short round is Marion's role. It from the first movie. Yeah, no, he's 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 super competent. This elephant is great in this. The way this ele elephant just keeps knocking on her back, it's just awesome. It, it actually kind of reminds me of because I, I don't think I got a chance to say this, but like when the monkey's on Marion's shoulder, like I yeah. love how she has very natural reactions. Like the monkey accidentally reaches down and like touches her mouth, and she has this very natural reaction of like, "Oh, the monkey touched me." Um, and and that's how I feel. This is some really good acting from um Willie's actor. Willie's actress, whose name I can never remember. Kate Capshaw. Kate Capshaw. Kate Capshaw is another actress that should have, like, it seems like she should have had, she did a few more movies, but it seems like she really had, like, a, a brighter star ahead of her, it seemed. I, after, I, I mean, gonna, she I'm just gonna, is, has on, Hollywood I'm gonna, actress. I'm gonna slide good Hollywood just... actress. Okay, okay, go on. She just has, you know, good Hollywood actress, nat, nat, naturalistic acting Hollywood actress that can do like comedy and drama like all over. You know, you'd think there, there you'd think there'd be a million roles that she could possibly do, but she didn't really do do an awful lot. What I just wanted to say was like when she's actually sitting with Indy and talking about her father was a magician and all that, and then how she grabs the snake and stuff. That was a very Pelimoto scene. Like, where she's actually being real and, like, being snappy, but has that kind of same dialogue that Amy Sedaris uses. I could see Pelly just being like, well, my father was a magician, and all he got was happy kids and poor yep. money. Like, that feels yep. like such a Pelly scene. And that, which is, like, why I was like, God, she reminds me so much of Pelly when she's not being a prissy little thing. <laughs> and I like that they have all the bats also sort of establishes that there's caves under there's a lot of under like underground like the evil coming from underground and just here he goes right down that leg like like it's nothing it's such a good scene like it's nothing just and just keeps walking And this is going right back into Indiana. This is like right out of the, the first 10 minutes Indiana Jones. I love right? sweat. He's sweating. Folks, he's sweating. <laughs> I like how they just established that this thing is really gross and it might even have bodies like incorporated into it. And uh, but, you know, it's just. Just a little bit. And he's just like, stay down there. <laughs> How's it going? What are you looking at? 
more bats flying in the background. Just ev- just details everywhere. I love it. <laughs> stealing our rides. <laughs> I she spent ten minutes bitching about the elephant. Now she's like, no baby elephant, come back. easily they could just walk into this palace well yeah it's in the middle of nowhere it's it's i mean i mean in the story you know it's 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 an abandoned place I, I, guess, now... I guess what i mean by that is because of the way it's set up they're like oh it's this great place with this big powerful person and i was like i thought they were gonna have to sneak in and get around guards and nothing and when i saw the guards i was like oh no here it comes and no they just walk up and they're like hello mr prime minister and the prime minister's like hi welcome to our house and i was like okay well that didn't go the way i thought it was gonna go yeah, but also at the same time, Indy knows. Indy knows what's up. He's he knows the history, and he knows that there might be some some a rat in here. He well, he's also after the stones, and uh, there's some great math that Indy does later that I, I I can't wait to point out. But like he's, I think he already knows this guy's like full of shit, and he's just play he's just played it, and he knows that they've they he knows that they probably watched them coming up because they're you know this guy comes out he's he's on he's on what it, it, it he takes he it doesn't take him long before he's starting to be like confrontational or he's he's talking and looking the guy in the eye while everybody else doesn't know that they're having a like you know indy's doing that i see you I love this that shot of him out on the little balcony. So many shots that are not needed to, you know, even as establishing shots that are just like just more beautiful than, and like this band that actually looks like they're like pl- having fun and play. You know, they're, they're it's just every little detail and all the all the while this set is very like artificial. You know, set looking. The British in this are t- like also like presented as sort of I mean he's kind of a buffoon in this part but they end up being like the saviors against the savages and it's just sort of like yeah the British were kind of like the oppress you know they have a conversation they're having a little tense conversation here you know like tense political conversation I I love all this stuff I hated all this stuff when I was a kid. I thought it slowed down in this part and and stuff, but I, I like it now. I like all the like sort of like interpersonal like like well here's where she's like I'm gonna make him a little jealous. I'm gonna pretend not to be jealous. I when I was watching this, I thought it, this was setting up for the British to be the bad guys. Yeah, we would. Yeah, I mean, because British, the British really kind of were the bad guys. They are the bad guys. But they're, but but this is playing off the the times where it was, and and it's playing off Western media of it, where the British would be the, you know, the good guys against the wild, untamed, weird pagan savages who worship Shiva and all that, and like, and I mean. There's elements of truth to it. Like the word thugs comes from the th- thuggy cult. 
I, I love the character of the Maharaja. Me too. I'm glad he ends up being like um, just as much of a victim as the rest of the kids. Like when Short Round frees him, I was just like, oh, good. He was a victim as well. And he's not like up to that point. I was just like, get him Short Round. But then Short Round yeah. frees him. And I was just like, oh, OK. He's just as much. I love that line. Maybe he likes the older one. <laughs> Look at the look at this is a great look yeah, at her that's, face. That's too. that's such an omega thing to do. Like the little wave, just like hi fellow child in the room. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was Yeah, reading... I mean they definitely I think were you know, I mean this isn't Star Wars, but this is the Spielberg Lucas language, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's better to steal from Spielberg for little kid stuff than to steal from uh this is just I love this. Ju- I, I love just the music and the way that guy looks like this guy, this act, comedian he, actor he used to be a kid show named Avery Schreiber. He looks like the live action Mario during the the Super Mario Brothers cartoons. And at the end, yes. they always had a live action guy come out and be like, it's me, Mario. Here's the lesson of the day. Like, that's what he looks like. And I'm just like, oh, no, no, that's not good. This entire, I was reading about the scene and it just, it's just such bullshit that it was just essentially two white guys who were just like, let's make it as gross as possible. And I'm like, have you ever had Indian food? It's delicious. It's delicious. But this is, the, these are, the, 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 this is like the thug, thuggies messing with them. And, and it's just, yeah this it's almost like a parody of what americans think food is like in other countries <laughs> you know what i mean although to be fair there are you know that uh, that's a very you know thing is like there are you know one country's there i mean there's shit that we eat that would gross out you know somebody in another country oh i know but, i know yeah this is this was just this is- an exercise, but that people couldn't figure this movie out because it's like the first Indiana Jones. Remember, I was like, you know, when I was a kid and I saw it, it was shockingly violent. And uh, this one is also shockingly violent, but also it's this was also something people were complaining about with Spielberg is eventually Spielberg. Every Spielberg movie had to have and other movies that were sort of pop like sci-fi fantasy or like like um mad max beyond thunderdome all of a sudden had a like a lot a, a whole bunch of kids in it you know and they're all of a sudden it was a lot like you know how people are like oh why does a woman always have to be in a movie it, it, in these days people are like why does every movie always have to have kids in it now because movies with kids in them that were appealing to like 12 or 13 year old kids were making tons of box office money so they all cop and this was sort of on the leading edge of it but it's like here's a kids movie but it's also going to be shockingly violent and ha- like just full of gross out and adult jokes which got to tell you is kids love that shit you know, if i was like a li- if i was like 8 when i saw this i would have been like oh how delightfully adult this movie is you know i just saw something you know completely adult and i got away with it because it's an indiana jones movie with my parents and stuff but it, i'm, I'm, like I'm going to slide in right here right fast 
I love this bit of backstory because it does show like this was the one scene where I went, okay, it shows that um, Indiana is not the like the perfect hero because you were because this was the, the only yeah, and scene it, and where it shows I saw that it's his libido that gets him that gets him in trouble, just like in Raiders. But it was also like because um, last week you were like, yeah, like he's like a totally different character. This was the only scene where I saw that where. But but what I liked about that the scene is he's faced with all these bad things he's done, and you can see him kind of pause, like, "No, I'm I'm not that person anymore, and I'm still trying to change and do better." Um, and he handles the Maharaja with like so much grace, um, and, and so I do like this scene because it does kind of give a, a like a Indy had come from a worse place, and he is still changing. So I, I do like that that one little moment. I got to I got to see one of these monkey brains at a con once. Close up. Actual chilled monkey brain. It looks like Prop. Jello. <laughs> looks like Jello. It looks it looks very yeah it looks very foam rubbery in real life. It looks pretty foam rubbery there too. I see. I love this whole. I love this whole part. For one, I just love. I hate this part. Like, oh, oh, this. This is. I mean, this is well, the nod no. to forties romantic movies. Although I will say, no, that is Indiana Jones reaction. was that fully prepared proper... to have sex with Willie Scott with short round in the room. Uh, this was... was fully prepared to do that. Yeah, like that was the proper reaction of a child just being like, oh, you're going to go check on your willy. Okay, I'm just going to back away from the door now. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Do, I, I hate do this entire stuff. scene. Though I do, I will say I like the dialogue. I like the dialogue of like, let me talk to you about my scientific. Like, that's good dialogue. I like that. But I don't know. Like, I, I reached this point. I'm like, you guys have no chemistry. Why are we doing this? <laughs> Don't you want to think if they actually had chemistry? Like the moment Indy and Marion were, and I and I don't want to keep comparing like Willie to Marion, but I'm talking about more execution. Those two actors had such great chemistry. The moment that Marion was in a room with Indy, like you were, you could feel like, oh, they are exes. Like you can feel the tension. Yeah. This is just like, hey. I'm shallow and you're hot, and you're shallow and hot. Let's bang. And I'm like, uh. Well, right, but that's where that that's where their character. I mean, yeah, Marion was a love situation for Indiana Jones, you know, even though he was like like whatever, you know, older older than her and stuff. He obviously still had feelings for her and stuff. Willie Scott is is like a Bond girl. She's not gonna she's not gonna be coming back in other movies. He's not gonna be like looking her up, you know. But they're they gotta they gotta get to Delhi together, you know. And the, that that's probably the uh, the the math that Willie Scott's doing. Willie Scott's like, I'll hang around with this hot guy. Maybe the Maharaj. Nah, the Maharaja. No. Well, uh, you know, Plan B. Here's Plan B right here. So if this is Plan B, there shouldn't be too much. Uh, and and that's why probably maybe they're playing more games and you know and do you know doodling around. Also, it's probably more. I mean, I'm reading too much into it. It's probably just between uh, probably Harrison Ford and Cape Capture. Maybe they hated each other. <laughs> that but, happens sometimes. <laughs> well, just looking at the text, like, 
<coughs> All she's done is scream and annoy him, and now he's like, "Oh man, I want a banger!" And I'm like, "No, like all no, they both. Yeah, all you've it, done is yell at each other." And I'm like, "No, and they're, I think, they're they're I trying think, to establish dominance." And I think so much of it is like this is just I I'm not a fan of that trope in rom coms anyway of like the we're gonna fight the entire time and yeah. like hook up like it has God. to be done just right. And this is not done right, though. This is cute. So I hate the scene up to that point, but I like this scene where they're just like where they're mirroring each other, right? And, and they're also acting like, and they're and they're being real people that are just like check my right. breath. This is nice. Wanna... This is a good scene. I like this part of the scene. I like this part. Yeah, where she, yeah. Where she jumps off and she's. They're, they're both just they're both set in the scene they're both set they're set look at try trying to look casual for when the other person comes in it's yeah it's it's yeah <laughs> I, it is funny when she falls off the bed too that's hilarious they're both, they're both doing like sort of paddling motions him with his hands her with her feet it's just this is just a celebration of like the language of film and he's doing as <laughs> many like doing as many different things and this is another thing that i love about this this is another show off that that fucking guy is standing there the whole time he, there he is he's back there right now oh i was looking for him yeah he's, I he's to, there I, I, meant he's, to, I meant to look for him and yeah you're he's, right he's there in like three or four shots before yeah. he walks out see he's mm -hmm. he's been standing there the whole time i love it and that's just spielberg showing off most other directors would not do that till the last. They wouldn't put him in there till the last shot with him, and they and Spielberg just left him just standing there, just just stand there, dude, like you would be. <laughs> this is another night. This is another just. This is a. This is like Steven Spielberg, all the way. But like even the way he like frames the scenes, that's beautiful. Slipping through my fingers. He's so good at portraying pain <laughs> in a cartoonish manner. Well, that's the thing about Harrison Ford. He has a punchable face. Yeah. I just have to go ahead and say, this is the strongest ceiling fan I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Yeah, this is a movie ceiling fan. This, this is the same kind of ceiling fan that in a movie cut somebody's head off or something. But yeah, and and also like turning it off doesn't really like. I guess maybe the the, the centrifugal force is holding the guy up there. But like, yeah, I, I don't remember the situation. But we one time rubber band my sister's tickle me Elmo to a ceiling fan, and the ceiling fan fan never worked right after that from up uh, yeah, yeah, me yeah. Elmo. Yeah, you got to be careful. Those things are not the most stable mechanisms in the world. Why doesn't he just turn and look at her and go, I was just attacked. I need to check your room. Like, oh, it drives me crazy. I Maybe they wanted this to be like it was written by a like 15-year-old kid, you know, type of thing. Especially like the boob stuff coming up here. That's totally I, like. I like that it leads to literal booby traps from a booby door. Booby traps. Yeah. It, <laughs> like, I mean, this movie is filled, filled with just, it's just packed packed full they don't put this much design and care 
into watching a movie where you're just picking up so many things like, I mean, Gardner and I used to watch this over and over and over and over again. And like this, this whole sequence here, and I still like this sequence for some reason, this was one of our, like our favorite sequences. And a lot of it has to do with their dialogue it back and forth in between, you know, the whole, like where he'll put his, he'll put his hand in and go do it now. And he'll form into a fist. I have a bajillion times seen the gif. We are about to die. And then the we frown. are about to die. I never <laughs> knew it was from this movie. Cause I've seen that gif a million times, like with the little frown at the end. See, but it's it's so not when as. I, when, I saw, it's, when I saw that in this movie, I was like, "It's from this movie!" Oh it, my it's god! Because of the way he, the way he says it is just—it's so funny. It's, it's. There's there's a lot of good. I mean, Harrison Ford is good at comedy. Willie Scott is, or um, you know, Kate Capshaw is good at comedy too, more so than than Romance with Harrison Ford, apparently. Yeah, this is just a, this. This is just gonna be a like Raiders of the Lost Ark thing, is where like they, bodies they, just pop out of walls all the time. They don't <laughs> even look like human bodies. They look like Gollum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look like Gollum balloons. I laugh at this though. This is the most no homo I've ever seen. Well, it's funny. She's just like, okay, yeah, no, I guess I have to push on the boobs. And then she's like, no homo. Uh. <laughs> I mean, who all alone would be just like, ew. I, uh, <laughs> there is one nice little moment where Harrison Ford at the end of this accidentally burns his fingers because the match burns down too quick. He's just yes. like, ow, go. <laughs> Ugh. I, I looked into when, when my dad worked at the Lake Placid Club, a fancy hotel complex in Lake Placid, New York. He was he was fixing up furnaces there and he had to go there to work for a weekend. So he had to bring my sister and I. And uh, so we got to stay in a swanky room in the in the Lake Placid Club. But my dad goes, I want to show you something. And he took me down to like this boiler room and he opened up the door and it was like this. It was it was floor. The floor and the walls were covered with roaches. And there were there were rats running around in there. It, it was crazy. And he's just like, "Yeah, this is a, this is like one of the most you know expensive resorts, in, you know, outside of like the New York City area." And this is what you see in the boiler room. And I was just like, "Holy shit!" Economy between the last scene and this one, though, when it comes to short round and in indie, because he it shows that he's not quite there yet. So, like in the last scene, like he's very gentle. He's just like, "It's okay, I got the bugs," and he like slowly takes them off and, and stuff like that, very gently. Like he's like, "I got you first. They're just bugs. You're fine." And this one, he's just like, "Oh my god, we're here because of you." Like it's yeah, but like when Indy gets yeah, there. when he gets flustered and frustrated, he gets yeah, that's yeah, he totally gets like that though. You know, he gets. Yeah, and, and, I, and I like that dichotomy because he's not, it shows that he's not quite fully to where he was in Raiders because 
I did have a moment before this. I you could see the spikes. I was like, are these corpses coming to? Oh, they're spikes. Okay. <laughs> I love. I love that. I love that they that the spike holes have like dust in them. That they actually like you know. There's so many detail. They <laughs> they just do those extra details. This is also oh, so this is also some some great just classic John Williams tension music. Right. Uh, very much Oh. They did not give Willie anything good to work with. This scene doesn't help her at all. That's a crazy bug. The bug's just like, "What's up, man? I'm throwing my arms around. I'm a bug." Yeah. <laughs> that bug is having the time of her life. Good job, Bug. You did some good bug acting. I love that you can see the skulls actually do slow it down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Just enough. Just enough. There's a callous relief lever somewhere. This this is a nice little bit of comedic where she reaches yeah. through. And it's his hand. The bugs are like, I just like the sweat and slime on his fist. <laughs> but yeah. The amount of time that Harrison Ford is portraying panic, frustration, confusion is like <laughs> ten, ten, ten to one the confidence in these movies, and that's why it works. But then we go back to the other dichotomy of wait for it, the shot right here. He is over short round to give him his best chance, yep, and it shows yep. that he. He does care, and I, and I love that dichotomy of it. Like, Short Round is his love of this movie in the most platonic way possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a great reveal. <laughs> the music starting back up, but faster is even better. He's got to get his hat! The famous scene. There we Every go. Every time. Look at that cave. This is where the movie loses me for about twenty minutes. This is, is this is where it gets. This is I think yeah. This is this is the the I think we're we're entering the the lesser half. It's interesting, but it's it's good, but it's yeah. It's from, uh from this to the point where. They, from here to where they save Willie, like, this to me is, like, the weakest part. Like, and I mean save Willie from the pit. Like, this is the weakest chunk of the movie because, for one, it's not, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, Oh, I no, we go, we go into, like, we're going into another, we're going into a horror movie now. Now it's right. a straight up horror movie. It's been it, very light up until now. And this is what, I mean, 
the, the, this was the scandalous part of this movie is the critics are like, what the hell is going on here? All of a sudden, there was a lot of movie like Dragon Slayer. There was a it was a sort of sword and sorcery. But then the princess gets killed in it. <clears throat> and the protagonist finds her body and there's little dragons just like ah, 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 eating her eating her midsection, you know, and it's like, what the hell is going on here? You know, there was this weird and 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 then all of a sudden PG-13 is happening all over the place, you know, but this yeah, is it's I think for me is like. This is, this is, I mean, you know how they say, like, kids can take scarier stuff. It's, it's, this is one of those things where it's like, okay, we're not afraid to get a little dark, not even a little dark, really dark and scary with the kids. And kids will remember it. But man, this is like, this isn't just dark. It's, it's downright sadistic, you know? Right. Can, I mean, and I, and I think that's part of it too, is just like, for for one, I'm like again. I say this with the most sarcasm. I'm sure the people of India love this. Um, yeah. But also, so like that's that's part of it. But there's also like, well, I you know, came, well, I think when it came to the first movie, there was a thing where it's like we have to save this Ark of the Covenant to stop this greater evil, which is Hitler. And as racist as this is, some people just practicing a religion right and, uh, and that's portrayed as evil and and then they're like oh it's not just practicing religion we also have child slavery and it's just like mean and then you have this entire scene of like Indy being whipped short round beaten being beaten up and the whipped whole thing is just also. yeah and being like beaten up and whipped and it's just the whole thing is just mean spirited in so many ways where it doesn't have to be and the great big evil is it, it's it's I can't quite put my hand on it and it's just you know like the, the reason they had to get the arc because was it was like we have to stop Hitler but it doesn't feel like this like there's no like huge great evil it's not like where it's like if we don't save these stones the world will end you know it just feels mean no it's a village she was yeah yeah, and it's it's just everything just feels like so mean spirited, and it's also I, I don't know, and it's just strange, and the the whole heart thing doesn't even really come back to play, and that, that that's a story thing, like the heart thing, you know. Well, they would, set this up so when they when Willie's in the rack, you're just like, oh shit, you know, and the, he doesn't and he doesn't do her heart though, because that would that means you you know she's gonna live, so he can't do her heart, you know, because once he takes the heart out, you're dead, you know. And and, and that's it, the thing, like that that's a part where like that doesn't the heart thing doesn't even make sense because then it comes back at the end when they're on the bridge and it doesn't even mean anything, like it doesn't happen, like it, it's at no point like. To bring up like my my trash show that I used to watch once upon a time, when someone took your heart out, it had like it was a symbolic gesture and it meant something. The showing of they, they could have done all this in this entire scene the exact same way without taking the guy's heart and it doesn't change the movie at all. Well they the, could still well, do well, they could still yes, do the Willy thing, they him, could still do taking... the they could still do the Willy thing, they could still do the end scene, but it doesn't actually do anything to add a plot other than just being like, let's be bonkers crazy in a horror movie, you know? Well, it, it, it establishes, and this is also something that's that's also in every Indiana Jones, it establishes that what is happening here 
has a definite supernatural angle. You know, there is something that's happened, you know, because without that heart scene, anything in here could be just written off to like the blood of Kali that they feed him could be some hallucinogen, you know, or something like, you know, like when they like the voodoo, like when they make voodoo zombies, they give them a drug that makes people like seem like they're dead. Like in real life, you know, that's I, I saw these like and I was, Botox stuff. I saw but. these and I was like, are those tiny dildos? Oh, no, they're the stones. OK, yeah. <laughs> I was like, why are they holding dildos? And then I realized what they were. I was like, oh, they're the stones. And then they make a really cool jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> well, you know what they look like? They look like those salt lamps that they sell at stores. Oh, that, my that... God. My sister has one of those. Yeah. Yeah. But she's like, like it's that, healing it, salt. That, and I was like, you wasted your money, but okay. That, <laughs> Enjoy. That, that, scene, that scene adds a un, unrefutable supernatural element to this. There's something there's something supernatural going on that, that lends credence to what, what this is. This isn't just like mad followers, you know doing this they actually like that their their magic actually works you know he can he can pull someone's heart out and have it burn up in his hand as the guy's put into lava so boom there's your there's your supernatural angle otherwise nothing else supernatural happens except for the fact that you know the the village and this I remember reading this in the novel they do it more the village was like this guy's come to save our you know he's you know he's come to to bring a he's going to bring our stone back so there's pro, a prophecy going on too but a prophecy can always be coincidence you can't write off the the heart thing you know it's almost yeah. like Indiana Jones has to ha- see one thing that that goes beyond what could plausibly happen in reality in every movie this one happens in the middle i'm gonna gonna slide in here i'm gonna slide in right here um for two things number one um i I guess what i'm saying is it's executed better than the first movie because at least it's tied into the plot oh yeah and then the second thing that bothers me here is they all just leave so indiana can just walk right in and get the stones and i'm like did no one stay behind like what the fuck he just waltzes in and they're all gone and i was like oh my god (laughs) They, they they think they're they think they got it all locked up, you know. They think they they don't think that they're, they're remember they're in the middle of the jungle. They they can just sort of do whatever. They're hungry. They got to get to dinner. Everybody's going to everybody's at, at the chow like, table. Now. They're like, good job, everybody. That was a great ceremony. They're let's all in get, the mess hall. Yeah. Let's go get Starbucks. I, like these, I saw this. Guys house, are like, into they it, just though. walk right in there, though. They just walk over and take the stones, like. What I like is when they're done and they're wandering out, there's still some of the guys are still sort of still singing their little Kali songs, just a little quieter. There's just, <laughs> they're still, they're still not that. This is Indiana Jones doing some math right here. He's like going, he goes, oh, all three of the stones. If I have two of these, let it, wait, one of them is for the village. But if I get all three of these, it only takes two of them to be next to each other to light up. So I can keep two of them, and and give the third one back to the village, and still have my fortune and glory. You know, he's getting it all right here. He's sitting there going like, "I'm gonna have it all. I'm gonna save the village, 
and I'm gonna get my fortune and glory. And then I you love get, that. and then you get the um, the the scene right here, which is I think is the defining thing of Indiana. He could walk a right way right here and get his fortune and glory, and he gives it all up for kids. And this is the defining well, moment of, of yeah, him. He's, he's here and it is just like. God, well, that's in that, and then the this, next this is his character-defining moment of the movie, right yeah. here. He's he he knows the kids are down there because they told him at the village. Then he looks up and he sees like skins, and he's like, "I can't leave kids to people who hang skins <laughs> up in their church." <laughs> Man, short round goes to town. He's just he like, doesn't, go yeah. Like he is, he is. Well, that's how kid, kids, kids don't hesitate to fight. <laughs> if there's a fight, if there's a fight to be had, kids, kids will just, yeah, I hate you. <laughs> like, the, like, this is not fun to watch is, you know, like, this just seems so mean-spirited just watching well, that's, a bunch the, of- that's the thing is that this this is after a spate of movies that have like lots of kids in it and it's almost and spielberg is almost responsible for making hit like also as spielberg was going on and getting more successful his movies were like becoming more and more like sort of disney-like and always like had that that sort of sweet kid tone all the time and this is almost like him, like maybe mad <laughs> because of his divorce, just going like, "Yeah, I'm gonna like screw fuck this." Those kids. <laughs> yeah, fuck these kids. But there's been, I'll, I, I mean, I refer you to if you've ever seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh God, I haven't seen it since I was a child. I have no child memory expo- of it. The, the bad the bad person is a child exploiter in that too. Seven thousand finger or however many thousand fingers of Doctor Lau. Of course, he's in Doctor Lau. They're not whipping kids. Oh, <laughs> his true love of the movie. It's short round. Ah. Oh. Oh yeah, if he had to pick somebody to jump off the plane with, Willie would be uh would be would be dead in a second. Yeah. Like oh, god, this is so horrible. Like uh Yeah, little kids talking about just wanting to die. Yeah, like this is the this, this is still is, this the is a, part of the movie. This is actually I don't think a boys adventure book from this time period would have been this violent, but like this dialogue would sort of be like that. And it's also, this is also necessary, necessary exposition. I wonder if they had like Harrison Ford's assistant, like Harrison Ford's sweat assistant. (laughs) We need to moisten Harrison more. Yeah, yeah. We need to sweat him up. remember does the prime minister show back up again yes okay because like i remember him like just being in the beginning and then i was like i can't remember him being in the rest of the movie at all and i'm like does he do anything else or is he just kind of like there 
I think he shows up. I'm pretty sure he shows up in the next scene. Kali blooded. It's at some point. Or maybe I may I may be wrong. Cause yeah, yeah. Cause I saw this guy show up, and I'm like, "Where did you come from, dude? <laughs> you just crawled you out see, of the woodwork." He, he, he should have been the prime minister. They should have doubled agree. that. They I, should have I... doubled that role. Had him put, had this actor put glasses on and make himself look very, you know, very wimpy, and then then you that see him. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I think it it would have it would have it would have been and one it, less actor to pay too. And it would have sold the whole Kid Maharaja thing because he's yeah. like the one that he's actually the puppet master of all this, yeah. you know. Um, and it, sh- it would it would really sell the whole thing that the Maharaja is just as much of a victim, and like that would really sell that. I absolutely one hundred percent agree with you on that one. Did like nobody? That's ever a that's a grit that 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 skull is a grizzly grizzly prop it's it's great that like nobody ever spit it out before i like how they're both just like molar and the other guy are just like yeah <laughs> they just run away from it indy indy however I, can take... I, I love a little hat on the top the booty top and it's it's just like it's it, they're, now they're getting now they're getting this well well the, i mean this thuggy their depiction of the thuggies which were a cult a vicious cult i'm sure it's not research to realism but now this is voodoo it's like what what now suddenly we're doing voodoo too i i was reading about that a little bit where um apparently george lucas and stuff was like oh the thuggies aren't mean enough so they took from like from i think incan and Hawaiian cultures as well. And yeah, I was like, yeah. oh my God, how many yeah, they, of these people they, they had to, George Lucas? They had to stick somebody else's um, human sacrifices onto it to make it more, more um, grisly. That's a beautiful scene, though, with him lit in red with the blue background. That's a, it's, uh. it's, Makes it super vicious to see that first shot, like actually hit the. You could see it hit the wax and pieces of wax go flying. Like I don't like watching children get beaten. Don't talk like, shit this about is... the Hebrew God in a Steven Spielberg movie. You're gonna end up dead, dude. <laughs> This is such a As strange plotline. As we found out in Raiders, the God does not fuck around in Steven Spielberg movies. This is such a strange plot. God. This is... Like, I was already, like, not feeling the movie at this point, and then they beat a short round, and, uh, and then we go into this, like, strange... Thing. I mean, look at look at. I mean, look at the his hands. Just the way he's making, he makes his hands look like they're arthritic. They he, they look like knobs. He's such a good physical actor. But yeah, this is. I mean, this is such an evil scene that like, like, but they play it. It's still it could that I, smile. It, it it's like almost you you're almost not sure if it's Indy going like, oh, this was all fake. I'm okay, or. I'm evil indie now. I will say the shot right 
smile. This here in the light. I was like, that's such a Steven Spielberg shot. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, look Steven at Spielberg. Steven Spielberg loves Spielberg. to have Harrison Ford stick his face right into the camera. And right into the light of the camera. In case you've forgotten where we are. Though I will say, as much as it's still all strange, Harrison Ford looks good shirtless for this part of the movie, though. He looks damn I good. I'm sure. I'm sure there was a lot of uh, requests to, to have. I, I like how he's just like, yeah, yeah, I'm working. I'm working. I I, I was uh, after I watched this. I watched the uh, the nostalgia critic talking about this movie, and he brought up a good point of like, did none of the other children think about like breaking their chains at any point in time? And I was like, that's a valid well, point. Well, no, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. No, I, obviously. Short round is the pluckiest of the plucky, and oh, there's the you prime have to minister. also the, think these there's kids the prime have been, minister. There the, he oh is. yeah, the, these kids have been beaten down for a while too, and yeah. they came from a poor village, so they're not like, and and short round's just the pluckiest. He's he's the, he's the one pluck to rule them all. One pluck I mean, to guide I mean, them. <laughs> yeah, it would it would be like why doesn't everybody just do what Indiana Jones does? He's he's a little Indiana Jones, you know. He's he he's he's acting, you know. He doesn't he just takes just long enough to think and then then moves forward. Not a common human trait. I like that little red dot of light in his eye. I. I, I, I will say uh, I really like uh, your thought about the prime minister should have been the head dude too because he doesn't really do yeah. anything. He shows back up and he dies. <laughs> so. Yeah. No. I mean it would have. I mean it would have made sense for Molaram to like go out as the prime minister too to feel out the situation and be like not appear threatening and. I don't understand why he doesn't take her hard. I guess because they just want to. Plot. Yeah, because she she it, is plot it, armor. It's the plot I mean, armor of the character. I mean, if they if he takes her if he takes her if he takes her heart, then you got to figure out how to get her heart back in if the character is gonna live, you know. And to kill her off would have been like, that would have been like almost irredeemably dark for this movie. It would have been a definite definite swerve <laughs> in a movie full of swerves, but. But at the same time, when you set up that anything can happen, it does make it more. Even though you know Willie Scott's not going to die, it does definitely does make it more plausible. But yeah, like when I first saw it, I wasn't really sure if Harrison for or if if Indiana Jones was just pretending to get in there and get a wink, or 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 or, or something. They don't. They don't. You know. Until she spits in his face, that's pretty much. I like how he's just like, yes, I love this. It's kinky. <laughs> yeah, I'm a pro. Right? <laughs> You've known him for 48 hours. You don't know this man. Easy there, Princess Anna. 
<laughs> I I cannot deny how good Harrison Ford looks in this scene though. Like my God. Yeah. Get on. Get that. Get, he wasn't sweaty enough. We had to moisten him more. <laughs> Okay, it's just like, uh, uh. Oh, he does have little red lights in his eyes. That's a nice to touch. I didn't notice that. It's like none of the guards notice a small child running around unattended. Well, there's a lot of little children running around, so but he's just only of one of them is more... dressed in a New York Yankees hat. <laughs> I also think there was a lot of over, like, a lot of overconfidence. It's sort of like in Andor when they're like, yeah, they don't think anybody's gonna do anything so they have a plan for it yeah how this guy didn't know he was gonna get the old ladder trick played on him i don't know but i was i did have a moment where i was just like oh i was not expecting a short round to like grab the rope and jump up i thought he was just gonna push over the ladder which was a nice touch because i was just like yeah he's pushing over the ladder oh no he's on the rope short round climb climb honey climb <laughs> you're okay yep. baby I'm so sad he doesn't come back in any of the movies. I did look that up. Here's, so here's like, what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. Bring back... The actor's almost too old already, but I was going to say, you know how they were always like, we want, they, they wanted to pass the hat, Indy's hat, and it seems like they tried in the Crystal Skull, and it seems like oh, they're going to they? try... <laughs> It seems like they're going to try with another character in the new one, too, maybe, or, or set up the possibility for it. When Short Round was there all the time. Bring back short round to to carry on with. Well, with we Indy. we did talk about how um, the actor like went on a two decade hiatus, so like he's only just recently. No, I'm saying now. Again. No, I'm I, saying I know, I know. Well, that, that's short, my, short that, round in the. <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. Like uh, <laughs> that, you know, after a two act, uh, like he might not even want to come back. They could have approached him. We don't know. You could, you could, you could theoretically have the a grown short round character. Who would be very similar to Indiana Jones, you know? Oh, little tears in his eyes. Look ah! at him, just like, yes, I like hitting kids. Indy likey. See, Short Round I is like the how MVP he's of like... this movie. Ellie would be dead, or Ellie. Willie would be dead without Short Round, and Indy would be hey, brain control. I just don't understand how you can be like that many feet over lava and not just be cooked anyway. The heat, the, the temperature in there would be about 500 degrees right there, at least. If not that, you would just be bursting into flames just from the heat from that. But, you know. I, I have to wonder the logic of this. It's like, why is being burned like the... the uh... Because it's is... just like dissolution. It's like complete... It's like... That, like fights. If you want to talk about dominating somebody and 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 completely... Like, and owning them, not in the modern usage, but, like, owning their soul, it would be to just totally, you know, completely just make their, you know, make them disappear, you know? I, I was thinking but, about how, like, if the people on the other, like, why is there no bridge? Like, if the people on the other side could get across, this would be a much more dangerous fight. They yes. had to build a giant lava chasm. To keep, so Indy could actually win this fight. 
could actually have a fight over there. Yes, yes, and I'm <laughs> sure. Like, I'm sure all the set does. <laughs> I, I, I love that his little trap door. He's like, too, and that's. You can't use a trap door like that without laughing on the way out. And I like that he just sort of looks like a doll rolling down in there, just like, Wee! I love it. I love it. That's like, that's like a Batman villain move of like, see you next time, Batman. <laughs> see, this part here, it just, uh, you know, with her going up and down and up and down, it goes on just a little too long, I think. You know, it's just... And then we never see the Prime Minister ever again. He's just gone. Right? Like, if those guys could get over there, this would be a much different fight scene. Can't believe they're not chucking anything or... Right? I thought about that too. I was like, why are they not like throwing rocks or something? Anything to get back. We know that the Maharaja Shooting can bullets. get there. They got bows and arrows. It's established in this. Also, this is the best sound effect of the entire movie. She slaps him and it's a punch sound. Wake up. <laughs> it's the best sound effect. It's of the, the softest movie. slap, too. I know, but it sounds like she just decked him to the floor. Cape Capshaw's got her own sweat sweat uh, manager, too. The love of the movie. Oh, I love that. Like, he saved his life. And he gives him back his hat. Oh, I love them. Hats were very important in those days. Still is. That's actually one of my favorite scenes of the Andor finale is it doesn't have any um, The two guys dialogue. switching hats. Yeah, and Cyril the, and his friend like switching hats and it just uh, it has no dialogue. But I love that scene because it, it's a scene of camaraderie between them. Un unspoken camaraderie. Yeah. See in here, but here's where we get all the, the and this payoff. Is, for... And this is where the movie picks back up for me. Like from the time that they arrive at the actual Temple of Doom oh, to yeah. saving Willie, like that to me is the chunk of the movie that re I really like struggled that, with. But everything I mean, from here on out is that's a in hell the of a theater. Punch. In the theater, when it when it came up under his face and he's just got his jaw clenched like that, the audience went nuts. The audience in the theater was just like, "Rah, kill!" <laughs> like these kids. <laughs> Just like that, that complicated stunt would have been a shot on its own in another movie. And it was just a background to lead you into Indy unlocking all the kids. I like how these guys are just like, ah, they're escaping. Let's just whip them while they leave. <laughs> At least get one last whip in. 
Why not? And and, and like the like, like the last movie, it this is unlike Raiders of the Lost Ark. But then they put in like this. This is the fight on like the flying scene. wing with the pro, with the propellers. You know, the fight with this guy with this guy here. He's this is the fight with the big guy, and we will see a fight with a big guy like this in the next two movies too. So rounds the MVP like he could save Indy in this one. Oh my God, let him go. See, it's kind of like <laughs> Indy was in Marion's way, and now, um, and now like Willie is in short rounds way. Like, get out of his way. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. The way he fell into that cart was beautiful. I mean, he got tossed in there like a rag doll. And Harrison Ford does a lot of his own stunts. This was the moment, though, in the movie where I was just like, get him, short round! Get him! Yeah. <laughs> I yep. was feral in this part. I was just like, get him, yeah. short round! No this 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 scene had th this part of the movie had the audience just wound up in a movie theater this is much stronger than this the, the whole ending of this plays out a lot stronger than just watching it on a TV I like all these set pieces are are are, are nice but like it's just it's like it's a little over long. I love how he's just getting ready. He's ready to just drive a pickaxe into the guy. <laughs> he's fully. He was fully intending to just plant that pickaxe right in the guy's spinal column. <laughs> yeah, right. Here I mean, that's like Harrison Ford. That's not a stunt guy. This is Harrison. Yeah, this he also when he like, punches go, around, go. <laughs> when Harrison Ford punches he looks like he's using all of his strength too it's just it's wonderful I like how there's also just dudes standing in the background like just hanging why, out <laughs> why is none of them grabbing Willie like no no, no they're, they're just like huh something, something seems to be happening in the mind today <laughs> <laughs> Something's not the same in the mind today. I, you notice? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's Where's going on. We're not the kids. On. We're bad at our jobs, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, this was the fight that I was just like, yeah, stop the children fight. Fight children fight. But it, it's also the moment where I was just like, I, I really like to to show that the Maharaja was just as much of a victim. And... <laughs> the elbow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was so painful. Getting an axe to the stomach or an assault to the stomach. I Saw. Say. And surround the back up. <laughs> there's your, there's some more. Uh, we haven't had an Omega moment like that yet. I hope we get. Oh, Omega that hurt. Oh, that looked like it hurt. That was so great. Uh, and what I like about this is Indy's even just like this guy and Indy start working together to save this guy's life. And this guy's just like, 
come on, dude. <laughs> and he's like, you're right, dude. You, I just, I can't, I, I couldn't let this happen. Oh, well, well, too late. <laughs> and here comes some more gratuitous. I mean, that's, that is, and that, and with her cringing away like that, that is like almost shot for shot from Raiders of the Lost Ark when his blood splatters on the canopy and then Marion looks away like that. So he's definitely doing a lot of mirror stuff, but man, this movie is so different that it doesn't like, it doesn't feel like the same movie with just variations on it. You know, even though it's like hitting some of the same beats, but also they they don't hit those beats in this like in the same placement in the movie like they were hitting the beats from the beginning of raiders halfway through this movie yeah. it's very strange but it works I you know thank god i love that moment with the kids like they beat the shit shit out of each other the maharaj is free and then he's just like oh my god let me help you everything's crazy that's how kids are too though kids yeah. kids will be fighting and then all of a sudden they get along and then they're okay or whatever you know and <laughs> he's just lucky that there's so many bad shots around here but he's very good harrison ford is also very good at running yeah. to the, at the, the end uh, when they're shooting the arrows i was like how is none of these hitting you get him <laughs> he's taking out full grown-ass adults Sorry, quit stalling and I still don't have an actual answer to this. I when going into this scene with the um with the minecarts, I haven't been to Disney since I was a child, like a small child. I and don't so, think this is an actual ride. Well, but well, boy, well, it's me, this is a ride. This well, is well, a, well, let me finish. Um I haven't been to Disney since I was an actual child. So I know it's not the Indiana Jones ride at Disney. Because I was, lo I looked up a few videos of the ride, which opened in like the mid two thousands or something like that, and I was like, "This is not, this is not the thing," because. But I remember this scene was so visceral to me, and I've never seen this movie before, and so I was like, "There has to be something like this at the Universal Studios," because I have been to Universal when I was in my late teens. And because uh, the last time I, I, I remember the last time I went to Universal Studios was 2001 because we went the month after 9-11 and the park was empty. And so I was like, there has to be some sort of ride like this at Universal because this part is so visceral to me. Well, and it was specifically the, the, the skull and crossbones fence they plow through. And I was like, oh. this has to be something. Because I don't I think Universal it. ever did Indiana Jones. I think it was always they a did. Disney. They, have, they, they, did. they had, well, no, Universal Studios had a thing where it was like the Indiana Jones experience, and it was like a stage show. Right, but right. I can't, but I feel like I've been on a ride, and for the life of me, I cannot put my finger on it. Well, I think this is, I think they made this evocative. Uh, they probably did make it evocative of maybe a specific ride or something. But I mean, this plays out like this is an amazing large, lot of stop motion and dolls and stuff. But the, the scene works really good. But at the same time, it's a total thrill ride. It's just a, ro it's a roller oh, coaster ride. I bet this scene is amazing in 3D. 
I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they ever made a 3D version of this, but it would be. It, it was. It, it was really fun in the. Th- this was the big set piece of the movie in the theater. You know, this was, and you know, this was like when they'd have the making of. They went into you know long detail of how they made this, and stuff. And the the special effects were just insanely, you know, insanely good for their time. There's so much in here that that are miniatures and dolls and stuff, and you would never know it. Or stop motion, you know, whole scenes that are stop motion that you just wouldn't know. But yeah, like I, I'm still gonna look for because I know I've been on something either similar, because because this was one of those like, you know, like coming into uh, all of us watching the Indiana Jones movies together, there are just things in culture that I just know, like the boulder rolling, because it's just so yeah. deep into crop culture. But I know I have in real life seen parts of this scene, and I'm like, and I know it's not from the Disney ride, because I somebody had, um, somebody had a record, this, this, the danger, like in the skull and crossbones, like that is so visceral, visceral, like burned into my brain, and I don't know from where. And it drives me bananas because this too with the the double mine carts. I know I have seen that before in real life, and I don't know if maybe I just went to like a thing with my parents where it was like a one night thing where you could like ride a thing or what. Though I do love the very clear short round doll in this scene because yes. he stretches way too long. He's stretched. He's just like right there. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's driving me crazy, and I wish I could put my finger on it because I I can't. And if anybody knows what I'm talking about, because there was an ET thing there too, and I went on an ET ride, and there was another one too. It was like when it was all under like Universal or something like that, and it, it was that's one of those theme parks because I remember, and there's a King Kong one too. Because I remember the giant King Kong that we took a We have a picture of me where it looks like King Kong's like holding a human in his hands. And you can take a picture. And I have a picture of me there. And so I I just, it, it's just driving me bonkers that I don't know what it is. Because it's it's in my memory ranks as a child and I can't put my finger on it. It's driving me a little kooky about it. So if anybody knows what I'm talking about at a place where it has this King Kong and E.T. at a theme park, please tell me. Because it's driving me a little insane, and I need to know. Somebody out there will know. I mean, yeah. there's so many tropes of, like, that That danger thing is, like, the trope of a lot of rides when you enter it. It's like, oh, no, you've gone too far, and you're going too fast, <laughs> you know? I love how there's just a barrel in the at the front of the water just getting pushed ahead of it. not have shoes by the end of the scene. Though I like how they kept it realistic of just like, ah, my feet are hot! Oh, for one of the dumbest gags in the movie, the water. Water! (laughs) And the classic just... It doesn't even touch it. (laughs) 
but this is realistic because normally they would just like walk it off but no yep. no no indiana jones takes all his damage <laughs> I, I will say, though, I, one thing I do like about this scene is you would think in a normal movie, in a normal movie, the water would just come out of the hole, right? But no, it uh, takes uh. out the wall. And well, they have yeah, to. Yeah, all the wall is mud and dirt, so it just starts falling apart like it really would. Yeah, right, like it really would. And that's a cool effect, because this, be, this would be where the movie would end, right? Now we but get then the, this yeah. happens, and this is so realistic, and I love oh, that. Those are, yeah, there's, there's, there's pieces of wood that are getting driven out, and this is, this is the fear of heights section of the movie, where we're going to do every way of, every fear of heights. That scene, that scene always makes my stomach grip. <laughs> I also love the and crocodiles. This too. And where he, yeah, well, I like, like, I like how the crocodiles are animated down there. So it just, it gives you that sickening stomach feel of depth. And I like how he, they just show that one shot of he's just like, I'm just going to climb over the top on the rocks like the, <laughs> like a spider. <laughs> That, like that, that's just like, that's a great, the crocodiles are a little too like Peter Pan, like how they're all right. just hanging around, like jumping around. I think they played that up a little, that, Especially that was one of the things. Cause they have this scene too, when they're quote unquote, I, I love this joke. This is such a, I laughed at this. Yep. He's such a good callback to the, this was a good callback to the first movie. That, I really liked this joke. The, 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 what that got, that got a fucking huge reaction in the movie theater too. But, but when it comes to the crocodiles, like when they're actually dropping people in the water, like there's no bodies, it's just cloth. And the crocodiles yeah, it's just are like, cloth. fuck yeah, cloth. A little bit of blood in the water and like the crocodiles jumping up to grab them and stuff. And so I love, I love this shot. This, this can't be over the top reaction. <laughs> Oh, poor Willie. Okay, here's my other part of the movie where I'm just like, the villain is now officially stupid. So they're yes. all on the bridge, right? And the three heroes are very clearly wrapping their arms around the ropes, and the villain's just like, oh, I guess nothing will happen. Yeah, they're far enough away, I guess, to to have it plausibly be like he's not paying attention enough because they're just sort of like he's staring right <clears throat> at him and the other two are directly in front of him like this is the part where it lost me again because i was like the villain is suddenly so stupid i do like this reasoning this reasoning though like the stones will yeah. be found you won't that's good reasoning yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. I mean, they 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 scoured the land for a hundred years for them. They can they can uh, drag a river for for you know five hundred you know a five hundred foot stretch of river. Those are gonna sink right to the bottom under the bridge. It's so clear and obvious what he's gonna do, though. Yeah, but nobody believes that he would. Act. They 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 all think he's bluffing because there's. Because, but that's a that's another thing about Indiana Jones is, there, and there's a great scene coming up in 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 Crystal Skull, where 
that that illustrates it too that I just love. But like he like it, it, it almost makes no sense. But he's he's just like going. You know what? Chaos time. You know what? Okay, if if this is gonna happen, we're gonna we're gonna just we're just gonna screw up the odds because we're in a no win situation. We might as well go for the go for the the <laughs> gusto. I do like that. I do like that scene. Okay, when when we were kids, like, Scott and I like, like like he's like they're selling it. Like she's screaming like, "Oh my god, he's nuts!" And like they're clearly wrapping short their arms going, up. I know. Short round knows what's happening now. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the villain. I'm talking about the villain. Oh. Like he's clearly staring at all three of them wrapping their arms around him, and she's sitting here going, "Oh my god, he's nuts!" Like did he not have a moment of just Some... being like? But sometimes in the moment you can see things happening right in front of you, and you you if if you know if you don't think it's something like if it makes no sense for someone to do it, <laughs> it, it it almost just like happens in this like reality where you're like, <laughs> I, I mean that's what that's what alligators really do, but they look so rubbery and fake in that. I like how he's just like yeah, screw my men. <laughs> He throws another guy down at Indy, because why not? Those pants that Willie Scott are wearing are very, very 80s. Very I, 80s lady lady actress pants for some I, reason. I will say, Willie has one thing over Marion. They keep her in, like, pants the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yay, she's not walking around the last third of the movie in a in a pajama slip, right? <laughs> Yes. She's barely wearing a pajama slip, and I'm like, why? Why? Put her in pants. She looked great. But Scott Gardner and I used to play the Indiana Jones role-playing game, and we got so mad at his Uncle Randy because we were at the top of the mountain, and we had to, like, get down this mountain and, like, roll dice and stuff. And Randy goes, I'm just going to run and dive off the side of the mountain and roll all the way down. And we're like, oh, dude, you don't know how to play the game. And and we're like, we're going to have to roll all the, you know, roll for your luck all the way down to, you know, and your injuries and stuff. And he rolled all the way down the the mountain and without a single injury and was done. And we were just like, and years later, I realized, no, he did the right thing. <laughs> he did the Indiana Jones thing and be like, that's yeah, I'm just going to jump. That's why I like tabletop. Like I'm currently in like doing for light and dice. And like, that's, that's what, that's one of my favorite things is like. One of those arrows should be hitting him. Oh my god! Um, but that's what I like about like it because it's all the roll of the dice, and if you roll right, then you're good. Yeah, and 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 like and he he we were we were pissed off at him that day. We were just like you're ruining the game, but he was actually playing the game right, and we didn't get it. <laughs> that's a really nice looking little struggle there before they looked like they were really like grappling there's a scene coming up that from that reminded me so much of the trace martez episode of the clone wars and i'm wondering it's if it was an homage to this but it's in the very first trace martez episode and um in the episode, they're fighting that big, like, robot, like, them being her and Ahsoka. And you think that Trace has fallen off I his love side. how his head scuffs. Sorry, I love it. He does a yeah. head scuff. 
And you think that Trace has fallen over the side until she pops back up again. I, I do wonder if that's an homage to this coming up scene with Short Round and Willie looking down and wondering, like, uh, if Indy's alive. If, if the scene with Trace Martez was an homage to this. Oh, look. Oh, okay. So they got... The British are there, but the Indian, but the but the Indians are there too. Well, the you person, know I, I, I just know I just oh. noticed it for the first time. The Maharaja is running down in front of them. I just oh. saw that. Yeah. Well, you see, that's that's the thing. They're like these. There's 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 good guys and there's bad guys. But I was also thinking, you know, this was the scene I was talking when, about Trace Mar- Martez, but yeah, steps. continue. There's a, there's a lot like culturally, maybe Indian people might not not hate this movie too much for not being too accurate because they do that a lot with Bollywood movies. They'll, they'll do total revisionist history, you know, where two characters are like buddies together that never met, you know, or, and, and, you know, just a completely like over the top mythology, mythology of like the past or, or, or a, crazed reading of a mythology or something boy their their town their town sprang back real fast <laughs> right well that's what he says he's like i knew you sir you you survived because our town came back to life all the plants grew just grew leaves overnight i do like the end of the scene seeing all the kids back with their families i do this this ending is a little is a little too like like Raiders of the Lost Ark had like a capper to it. This is just sort of like happy, re- you know, happy resolution. This was, this was, see, this was just very, the Spielberg trope of just like. Well, I, actually, I, I was reading about that a little bit too, because um, originally this wasn't the ending, it just kind of ended. And they decided that it was too fast, and so they they went back and they added a lot more to the ending, um, just because, uh, just because they they thought it ended a little too fast, and they wanted to pad it out a little bit more. Because I, I think originally with credits, this movie was like a minute fifty, and we're at a minute fifty eight without credits. Um, so they, they went back and they added some more. Now, you can see the magic of the rocks. You bring back. I, I, I love the guy who just sits at the side nodding. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. line in the third movie like this belongs in a museum because i've yet to see that line is that in the third movie it's a long way to delhi no thanks no more i'm not sure because I know for some reason i always thought I it was in the beginning in the beginning with uh in the beginning of raiders but it wasn't in that line because not because that's, not. One of, that's one of the most famous lines and uh See, this is a Pelimoto's. This is a Pelimoto's scene. Um, until this. <laughs> but, um, yeah, because I've been specifically looking out for that line, because I know that's, like, a line of Indiana Jones, and it has not happened yet. So I, I find that really interesting when you hear, which is supposed to be a prequel, 
where he's just like, no, they would just put it in a museum and it would collect dust. And I thought that's a strange thing to put in a prequel when later on he apparently says this thing belongs in a museum. So now it makes me wonder the context of that line of like, because I know it's a line. Well, this is also something that is like, it's not just a, it's not just a rock sitting in a tomb. It's like a living part of this, this, there's a village that lived yeah, that yeah, depends yeah. on it for life, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about like the context though, because it just seems like a, a I guess what I'm saying is I'm gonna have to see how the line it belongs in a museum plays because I don't yeah. I don't know the context of it. So like when I watched this for the first time, I was like, but wait, that seems strange because eh, I don't know, I don't know. I'll have to see. It might, it, it might, be, it it might be, be one of those lines that never got really said. It might be like one of those parent, like Luke, I am your father. You know, on, I'm it gonna... might be something. The movie's done. I can open my my thing now. Uh, that belongs in a museum. Let's see. Um, no, it's Last Crusade. Oh, okay. Um. Well, you there there's a lot more context in in Last Crusade as why a line like that would be said and I'll say no more. I'm very excited about um I, I about Last Crusade cuz everyone I've said I've talked to was like it's the best of the three. It's 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 once again it's more like Raiders of the Lost Ark, but it is a different it is a different movie. It is it is uh, the uh, it's it's at the core of it it's a character movie it's you know it's 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 about indiana's dad you know it's it's about it's yeah it's about fathers and it's a father and son story well isn't that uh, isn't that what they're all about like it's not actually about the mcguffins because he never gets the mcguffins it's about indy and him learning what and like what what he gains over the course of the adventure Right, right and so like the first one like he gains his love of Marion, and this one he gains um, the like the knowledge maturity. of like saving a family and, and, and maturity, and in that one he gains a relationship with his father. So he learns he learns more selflessness in this one, I guess. Yeah. So all right, I'm gonna close this. <laughs> but that's a movie, Chris. That's yeah. A heck of, that's a heck of a movie. Yeah. Um. It's not the jankiest. But it's, I think it's the most, like, it might be, it might be the weakest of the four, maybe, I don't know, Crystal, you know, like they say, two and four are kind of, kind of, the uh, Crystal Skull has a similar sort of, uh, little, little more comedic, a little more, like, le- a little less realism, you know, than, and whereas these other two. And also, Raiders and 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 uh, Last Crusade are 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 definitely like boom against the Nazis. You know, the the Nazis are first, and you know, it's it's a it's a Harrison Ford getting to like punch Nazis movie for sure. And uh, which I think is India is it is height, but. Uh, there's there. I mean, there's a whole section in Indiana Jones's life. I mean, there's a, a of course, there's also a, a huge amount of novels 
And the Indiana Jones novels, I've heard a lot of them are a lot better than like a lot of the Star Wars or Star Trek novels, novelization stuff, because you can just write, you're writing a piece of pulp fiction, you know, it, it's more, you can just write an adventure, you know, it, but uh, also that, I mean, in, in the history of Indiana Jones, he was, he, he was in the army in, in uh, World War Two, you know, so he was, had a, had a millet, had like, if if you could have if you could have kept Harrison Ford young indefinitely, you could have had you know uh, uh, an army movie with Indiana Jones in it would have been amazing, you know. <laughs> and, and also because Indiana Jones doesn't really work well with the government and stuff like that, but he was also a patriotic American who wanted to fight the Nazis and stuff. So, and the, the, you'll see a little bit of that in Crystal Skull is his his, his troubles with the government and stuff. It's, 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 I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm too, it's too bad the new movie isn't coming out in time for us to cap it all off with the new movie, but I don't think that that's till summer or something like that. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Uh, Indiana Jones five. Uh, it is coming out in June. Yeah. That's it's usually summer, but they come out and. I mean, yeah. Indiana Jones movies are summer movies. I will but, I will probably go to see that movie in a theater since I've seen every Indiana Jones movie in a theater. I will see. I'm gonna see how I feel after watching the four. Um, but yeah, Temple of Doom. Uh, it, uh, it's two thirds a great movie and a third of what is so I don't like this. <laughs> so two thirds loved it. Um, I do, I do think Willie gets a bad rap. Um, I, she's, she's a very much eighties kind of lady character and sadly yeah. she has Marion to be compared to. And I love short round. Short round is the MVP of this movie and I love him. And he is Indy's one true love of this movie. And, uh, yeah, I love him. And I'm, I'm sad that he like doesn't come back apparently in, in any of these, um, nope. because I love short rounds so much. So yeah, this is fun. I'm so excited for Last Crusade. Like, I am ecstatic for Last Crusade because I've heard, because that's the one I, I've I've actually seen parts of. Like, I've watched the part with the knight and the chalice. I don't know. I have seen that scene, but I've never. I don't know the context of any of it. <laughs> so I'm you're very gonna excited. like. You're gonna like. You're gonna like it because. There's a lot of nerding out. If you think if you think Indiana Jones is a nerd with his archaeology, wait till you see his dad. <laughs> I know we don't get short round back. Is Sala back? Sala is Sala is back next Yay! time. Yay! At least I get and one Marcus of my Garvey. back. And Marcus Garvey. I don't know who that is. He's 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 the old guy who he, he's hanging out at the college with. But Marcus Garvey oh. gets a gets a gets a little adventure. Oh, yeah, you were talking about that last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were talking about that last week. I forgot. Yeah, so it shows how much of an impression he left on me. <laughs> because I I didn't remember him. Until he no, he's some he's somebody you remember after watching Raiders of the Lost Ark like 20 times, you know? <laughs> gotcha, yeah. But yeah, this was fun. Uh, do you have anything else? I do not. All right, Chris, where can people find you? You can find me at 2 That is our podcast page. 
uh, that contains all the Two True Freaks podcasts, including this one. And uh, yeah, I, I believe if you look in the commentary mon- monthly Mondays, probably there's a couple of these these movies. At least, at least, probably Raiders that that Scott and I did as commentaries. Also, if you ever want to see, a, I I have no idea what we said <laughs> said at him during during. Anyway, you can find us there, or you can uh, go to Facebook, go to the Two True Freaks podcast page, and we post up all links to all our shows there. And we have the also the Two True Freaks Cantina on Facebook, which is more of a social group social group. And if you want to. Uh, dip your toes into the creepy world of Twitter, you can do that. We uh, we have a Two True Freaks Twitter page run by Gene Gene the Infernal Machine. That's an Indiana Jones video game reference. Gene! Honestly, there has been a clear shift in Twitter, I can tell you that much, because it has become Wild West Town, and I've had way too many uh, shitty takes and dude bros in my account recently <laughs> and I'm just like why are you here oh yeah because you feel em- emboldened now fuck <laughs> uh, I've always fa- I've, I've, I've just I just feel Twitter is just more openly what it w- always has been <laughs> it's it, yeah it's uh I've yeah I everybody knows my opinion on, on Twitter anyway that's where they can find me where they can where can they find you you can find me at Guys and Jedi on Twitter. That's our Twitter account. You can also find me at Hope Molnix. Um, I am also a contributor for Dork Side of the Forest, and we're gearing up for our Bad Batch coverage because we are less than one month away from Bad Batch, and I can't wait. Um, and I'm also a staff writer for the Geeky Waffle, where I will be writing reviews for Bad Batch Weekly. I'm very excited about that. Um, and I am also so excited for my other project podcast um, for Light and Dice. It is a Star Wars 5e real play tabletop podcast and we just recorded the end of the first story arc last night and it's crazy. What we have done in four sessions is kind of insane. Lots of death. Not all of, none of them are fault, but they kind of are. And the end of this story arc is amazing and i got to play my first ever combat in in a tabletop game and it was so much fun and this is a good time to jump into it we only have like nine episodes it's not very long so please go listen to for light and dice if you have been listening to it i'd love to know your thoughts on it just send me a message and uh yeah so go check out for line dice i'm so proud of this project and we are just having the best time over there so um all right. Well, I guess if that's it, uh, the last crusade next week, huh? Yes. All right. Well, guys, what, come. What, what many people consider the peak, but we'll see. Well, everybody, come back next week, and we'll watch Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade together. Hey. 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 I'm, all right. I'm, I'm a short round already. Hey, short round. That's some gabagool. All right, All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye, everybody.
visit our website at twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two True Freaks. That is freaky.